Today, we're helping you understand your beautiful role in your dynamic relationship with your spirit guides. When you embody an empowered energy, it's like kicking your connection with your guides into hyperspeed and kicking fear to the curb. Welcome to the Modern Life and Spirit Podcast, where we explore spiritual topics relevant to today's world. Your hosts, certified psychic medium, Christina Wooten, and Reiki master teacher, Robert Wooten, break down how to work with spirit to create more positive growth in your life. Consider this podcast your go-to spiritual resource for navigating the modern world. Welcome, kindred spirits, to the podcast today. I hope that wherever you're listening from, you are just feeling a little extra love, a little extra positive energy that we're sending your way today. My name is Christina Wooten. I am a certified psychic medium, and I'm here with my husband, Reiki master teacher Robert Wooten. Hello. You can learn more about who we are, how we serve, how we can help you at SedonaMedium.com. But welcome to the podcast today. I have a lovely cup of tea here. It just smells so flowery and yummy. And I'm going to shout out this company. I'm not getting any kickback, nothing in order to do this. I just really love this tea. I got it from Etsy Divine Love Tea Company, but it's the I Am Love Tea. It's oh so yummy. It's very flowery. Anyway, I am so here for it and ready for what we're going to do today and jazzed up. So I know one of the blocks that I hear from students and also from clients that I do readings for that developing their intuition, there's a really serious fear of not feeling in control. And it can be a fear of not being sure how to handle that sensitivity or increase in awareness or not having a really clear understanding of how their guides are protecting them and keeping them safe. And I am super sympathetic to this because it was something I had to work through. And anyone that feels the call to mediumship or developing your intuitive abilities has to confront this has to walk through this particular doorway. So my hope is that through sharing today and giving you a clear understanding of someone who's been through it, and also what I know now, that it will support you in opening those doors just a little bit wider today. So there's so much fear in our society around spirit communication and intuition. And it often comes from just plain old misunderstanding. So today we're going to be talking about how you can have an empowered relationship with spirit and how you can use this to overcome fear or anxiety about connecting more with your higher self or intuition. A major challenge of intuitive work and mediumship is that there isn't a single path to it. People will work for years to try and develop their own abilities by reading books and meditating and practicing and philosophy and all kinds of other things. I think I've pretty much heard it all, and I've probably done a you know, good 50 things on that list myself. I think if you saw our library at home, you people would understand that that's, that's true. Truly the case. We have an entire New Age esoteric library that's just, you know, here anchoring some light in Sedona. But if you don't have that extra support from those that know what works to help separate the wheat from the chaff, then that path to awakening to those abilities is usually a long one and quite frankly, a rambling one. So unfortunately, in the past, some of the mysteries of spirit communication and intuition haven't been passed on. 
And so it's like with every lifetime, it's this whole new technology that has to be rediscovered and reinvented by every single person. Well, it used to be thought that in like older, what they called mystery schools, that the teacher would pass that knowledge down to the student verbally, or they would have to be in a group setting of some sort to receive the teachings, and they never wrote it down. They weren't allowed to write it down. If you write things down, then there is proof of record that you are teaching this. So, you know, a teacher would not write things down or not allow it to be written down by even by their students. You couldn't even take notes because there was proof of that teaching if you did that. And, it, and sometimes the proof of the teaching would be in a form that could be used against them in some trial or in some... Or you get burned. <laughs> yeah. And so they weren't allowed to write things down in those days. But what that seems to miss, though, is the value of having been taught that by a teacher instead of reading it in a pamphlet or reading it in a book on your own and making up your own interpretations and you have no one to ask questions to if you are wondering how something works or even if it does work. But having a teacher to help walk you through some questions or some issues that you may be having that they are very familiar with and they know the solution to really is immeasurable. Well, it's the difference between taking that direct path versus taking that rambling path for sure. And I do think it's so important with in our own evolution in just the creation of a more compassionate world to bring our higher selves and that wisdom into everything that we're doing here. And one of the things that I feel in that I really try and get across in my mentorship work or in, you know, trainings that I've done around mediumship in my program is specifically helping people understand that your relationship with spirit is an empowered relationship. And I think this is incredibly paradigm altering. And it seems so simple, but I don't see it being passed on and taught in a way that there's an understanding of an equal exchange that occurs between us and spirit and also understanding that we have responsibility to participate, to engage, to share with spirit so that we can have the best results and the best outcome by working together, bringing all of these resources together. So the realization of of this, of having an empowered relationship is one of co-creating, of working together with spirit rather than being spirit is really a dominant force and then somehow we're these these puppets <laughs> subject to their will with no real say or contribution. It's you know it just becomes this mysterious force that we're subject to. And I think that unless you shine the light on that, it's like that becomes a passive truth that we accept. So I really want to challenge that today and just explore on a practical level, what does this mean to have an empowered relationship with your guides? When I first started, and of course, I did start my spiritual path at a much, you know, younger age than a lot of people do. But I'll say that when I did start, I didn't realize early on that how I was viewing my relationship with my guides took me to a place of feeling victimized when I was developing. So what I didn't realize then was that my sensitivity, my emotional sensitivity, my sensory sensitivity, my intuitive sensitivity had not been celebrated by those that were around me. So I felt at times like it was that sensitivity was an enemy, like that old phrase that we hear is sensitivity a blessing or a curse. 
I know I'm not alone in that, or else it would not be this popular saying. But at the time, I had not had this aha moment yet that if I wasn't embracing my sensitivity and just loving it like a superpower gift (laughs) that it was, then I would always feel super victimized by it. And especially when there's been a pain of rejection from the past that really hasn't been dealt with. And, you know, there can be this subconscious tendency to project that towards our own sensitivity and intuition and project it towards our guides. And I just want to remind everyone today that your spirit guides are the beings on the other side who you agreed were the perfect spiritual support and teachers to guide, to teach, and to protect you while you're here in this incarnation. The absolute perfect ones to do that for you. So we have to first step into this mindset that you're an equal participant in your relationship with spirit, that you aren't a victim of it. It isn't just happening to you, it's happening with you and for you. The beautiful thing is, is that spirit celebrates, encourages, supports our empowerment in everything that we do. And you are 100% empowered in this relationship with your spirit guides, in communicating your needs, in problem solving, just like you would in any kind of normal relationship. It just happens to be that you're communicating in this normal relationship with those that are in another dimensional experience. But that doesn't change our need to participate in that whole process for there to be the highest and best experience. And just like any relationship, it's so important to communicate, to give feedback, to share with one another. It's just a normal and healthy part of any relationship. And our guides encourage us to have healthy boundaries with them, with others, even with ourselves, which is sometimes really hard to do. But Those boundaries, that communication is all centered around love and respect and compassion. So people at this point might be wondering why this kind of communication back and forth. What is important about this type of communication with your spirit guides? There's so many different ways to answer that question, but I'd really center it around we need to remember that how we experience things on the earth plane and how they are in the spirit world are completely different. So let's remember that time does not exist in the same way, that space and distance doesn't exist in the same way, that an illusion of separation doesn't exist in the same way. Our perspective is completely different. Our emotional vulnerability is completely different. So these critical points of what we consider the real basis of our reality is experienced completely differently in the spirit world. So communication is important because it helps to bridge that gap and create more understanding between what it is that we need, what we may need extra support or learning on, and also so that our guides can help us to elevate our perspective, to grow, to change. I like to think of it as that we can remember what it was like in first grade, for example. We can remember parts of it, but, you know, it seems far away. (laughs) We're a little bit detached from that day-to-day feeling of schlepping a book bag and going in and, you know, having to practice the ABCs. This is how things are with our guides. They're aware. They're specially trained to work with our unique chemistry, with our reality limitations and constructs. But 
you communicating with them about how you experience things is really key to blending those worlds together nicely because you're having a very direct experience of this. So today we're going to talk about two specific ways that you can feel more empowered in your relationship with spirit. And I would encourage you to integrate these right away, especially if you're someone who is really actively working on developing your relationship with your higher self and your spirit guides. One example of having healthy communication with spirit would be directly working with your protector guide. So our guides have different roles. We have a protector guide who specifically their responsibility to us is to guard, shield, and protect our energy. Now that happens on multiple different ways, ranges, and levels in our lifetime. But for the purposes of what we're talking about today, your protector guide is there to help you to enforce your boundaries in who, what, when, and how you choose to communicate with spirit. If you're uncomfortable with any of those principles or elements, then you want to communicate directly to your spirit guide by just sending that thought out specifically to your protector guide. So your protector guide is like your best friend that's always got your back. People can look at it in many different ways. You know, it's it's your support system. So it's the one who like is the bouncer of the club. It's the person who's standing in front of that door or gateway and says, yes, you can come in. No, you can't come in or you didn't get an invite today, sir. And so it's your best friend in helping you to like maintain a certain level of sanity. (laughs) And, you know, when you open up your awareness, you're becoming aware of so much more stimuli. And the beautiful thing is that doesn't have to be scary. It's it feels very normal once you say, you know, this this is okay. This is what I'm comfortable with. This is what I'm not comfortable with. And you have the right to say that. Typically what's happening is that under normal circumstances without your direction, they're just watching what cues you give in other areas of life. So if you're super permissive and don't have very good boundaries in other areas of life, then they're going to assume that what you're wanting from them is also more of a permissive or open element as well. Now, that cannot necessarily be a good thing when you are feeling overloaded, when you're overwhelmed, or when you have a tendency to attract some other things. So that's where it's important to have that communication and to be a little bit more proactive about it of this is what I'm comfortable with. This is what I'm not comfortable with. Now, I know this is going to sound really weird, but I'm going to share one of my support that I use for me, one of my little boundaries. (laughs) And my little boundary with my guides, even though I see spirit all the time, even though I have no fear and anxiety around spirit, it's just not something that bothers me. You know, this is like a normal part of my life. But there's one thing that like, I'm not okay with not and I have made it so clear to my guides, they'll never do this because they know, I never want to look in the mirror and see something behind me. I just don't want to look in the mirror and then it's there. I don't know what it is. Actually, I think it comes back to, if I'm remembering correctly, in Char- I love Charleston, South Carolina. And um, I just love that feeling of like layers and layers of history. So Jerome, Arizona is similar to that. I love that feeling. And I went into Pugin's Porch, which is a restaurant that you know has a haunted background. I was in the bathroom at Pugin's Porch 
And I get that very familiar feeling of, oh, you're not alone. And like, you know, you're in the bathroom, so you're kind of just stuck there for the next few minutes. Okay. And so I get out and I'm just like looking in there and I just knew in any second, like I could just feel, it's almost like you know, get spirit like breathing down your neck. So I could feel that, oh, sensation. And all I could say, please, I just don't want to see anything. I, I knew it was there. I just didn't want to see it behind me. I, I don't know what it was. So since that moment, I have always been like, nope, that's my line. I'm not seeing something behind me. And I'm so grateful that that has been honored. I'm fine with it anywhere else. I just don't want to see it in the mirror. Let's circle back to something real quick. When you were talking about your spirit guides taking cues from how you do things in life. And if you are super permissive and you are allowing all of these interactions and things to get through, they allow that because that's what they think that you want. That's the information that you've given them by your actions. Is the opposite also true? If you're very closed down or if you're very quiet or you're not very interactive, would they pull back and not reveal a lot to you? Well, let's imagine this. Not that they wouldn't be open to revealing to us, because there's always a desire, I think, for us to have healthy, positive communication with one another. So that's not an issue. But imagine that you woke up every single day and you came downstairs. It's first thing in the morning and the birds are singing and the sun is shining. And you said, good morning, Christina. And I just like grunted and I got my coffee or my tea and I just like ignored you and I walked away and you say, Christina, what do you want for breakfast? Or, you know, let's talk about this today. And I just completely ignored you. You know, and after a while of that, then it's up to us to indicate, you know, we're changing the energy. I'm changing the energy. I'm changing the dynamic. And I'm demonstrating that I'm doing something different. And it's my turn to say, hi, Robert. (laughs) Good morning. How are you? Would you like pancakes today? So it's demonstrating a change in the type of relationship that we want to have, remembering always that we have free will and how we interact. And so it's not our guide's responsibility to force one thing or another. It's for us to engage with that resource that's always available and always is excited to show up and be there for us. Number two, this is another example of how important healthy boundaries and communication with spirit is. Not being woken up in the middle of the night with a guide or a loved one or some other impression that's coming through. Because this happens a lot when we're, you know, opening those channels and our human bodies need rest to be healthy. Sometimes if we're pushing too hard or we're just sending out these signals to spirit, like, sure, anytime, day or night, let's chat. It's like that desperation energy that we're just like, anytime, whatever, I just want to hear something. Then they're going to take those signals in mind and you'll have more of that intuitive messaging that comes through at inappropriate times. It's always great to express and hold a balance of knowing that you can still open all those channels and have that same type of communication without it being a sacrifice to your health and well-being. And our guides don't want that for us either. So if you notice that you're being awakened or you get messages at times that create some sort of a stress or a strain for you, then give them some good feedback. (laughs) Send that thought out. Hey, we need to rework this. This is what I'm experiencing This is what I need. Let's try this instead. And you can use that exact same framework of communication of this is what I'm experiencing. This is what I feel like I need. 
what else can we try or let's try this instead. That's a format for any element of feedback that you need to give your guides. And then you listen with your heart and give some time for that feedback to come to you to see what new insights or nudges come that can help you and spirit just work with more of a beautiful harmony together. And I like to really just highlight that element, that one sentence that said, this is what I'm experiencing. Because helping them to understand, again, this is how I'm perceiving it. Just like in a conversation where you're having with someone else, someone can say something or express something, and then they say, okay, well, what did you hear? And they said to you red, and you go (laughs) blue-green. Then by repeating it back, there's more of an, well, let me refine this, or let's see how we can meet more in the middle. So that expression of how you're experiencing things does have a important component or element to it. As we wind down for today, just remember that your spirit guides, they really want to understand how you see and experience the world. They want to hear it in your words, in your own way, and expressing yourself authentically, asking for help, working together to overcome challenges is the recipe for feeling confident and empowered and connected with your support team and spirit. So please keep that in mind in any aspect of your life. Sending so much love out to each of you today. Thank you for joining us, being with us today. Just a reminder to subscribe wherever you get your podcast, so we can just drop in with weekly inspiration to help you connect your modern life with spirit. If you want to talk with your spirit guides or get some extra insight to your life right now, then we'd love to hear from you. Find us at SedonaMedium.com. Until next time, many blessings. The Modern Life and Spirit podcast is for informational purposes only. The information provided is not intended to provide medical, psychological, legal, or financial advice. Information provided is not to diagnose or treat any medical or psychological illness. To read the full disclaimer, see SedonaMedium.com. Medium.com.